Welcome back to Bros in a Barn. I'm your host, Anish. I'm your host, Max. And today we're joined by our very good friend and Yeezy Discord and subreddit moderator, Kelvin Tran. What's up, guys? We actually have him in person. Today we're going to be watching old football, talking breaking news and sports. Kelvin will go over his shoes, and then we'll all talk movies after this. Coming right up. It is Thursday, October 28th. It is 82 degrees in the barn right now. And right now, we're going to start off with breaking sports news or, you know, sports news that's taken place uh, within the past, like, two days or so. And we're going to start it off with news coming out of the World Series, uh, the MLB. Braves take Game 1 over the Astros, 6-2, Game two, the Astros win 7-2 over the Braves. But the big news coming out of game one, Charlie Morton, the starting pitcher, probably the best Braves pitcher, uh, breaks his leg but then continues to pitch an extra 10 pitches and manages to get out of it. Um, He will not be returning for the rest of the World Series, which is very sad for basically all of America rooting for the Braves. But right now we're going to go into uh, NFL news, starting with Kelvin. So, we have an injury with J.J. Watt. It seems like he might be out for the season. Would you guys like to say anything about that? I feel like recently J.J. Watt's always injured, and it always takes him the rest of the season to get better. Yeah, I think he should probably get ready. I mean, he still has probably a couple years in him, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see him retire like sooner than you'd expect. Me and my dad were talking about him, like, and my dad was amazed to find out that he's only 32. Like, yeah. that, doesn't, that doesn't seem that old, but I feel like it's the same thing as kind of the Gronkowski thing. Like, um... Travis Kelsey and Gronk are the same age, and like you wouldn't think that looking at them. And then, like, I was gonna say, Steeler, like Cameron Hayward and JJ Watt are the same age, and Cameron Hayward's having the best seasons of his career, and JJ Watt looks toasted compared to, you know, putting up three touchdowns as I mean, a DN. I guess that's what you get when you have the whole Texans franchise on your back for. Yeah. <laughs> and he played such a high level for so long. Yeah. Like, that's just a physical position, too. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't blame him for being burnt out because he was, like, the only person ever doing anything in Houston, and then he comes to Arizona, and he's fried. He's toasted. It just sucks because I I think this is his best shot at a Super Bowl in his entire career for sure. Yeah. I mean, with the way they're saying that likely the rest of the season, maybe there's hopes for him coming back in the playoffs. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. If they haven't ruled him out of the whole season yet, we'd hope that maybe he'll get a playoff game in there. Yeah. Uh, What else you got? In other news, we have Mark Ingram has been sent back to the Saints for a couple of late-round picks. I mean, you said that there's no backup behind Alvin Kamara with an injury to, I don't know his name. Tony Joe Jr.? Yeah, so I think that's a smart move by the Saints. I, I don't I don't think Sean Payton's offense has changed too much, and, I mean, Ingram was there for, like, all of his career until, uh, yeah, like three years ago when the Ravens uh, picked him up in free agency. I don't know. I, th- I think he'll thrive there. Ingram is 89 yards short of becoming the franchise leader in rushing. Do you think he can reach that? Yeah. I mean, he should. If he doesn't, then there's some big problems. That's a big yikes. Especially as the primary backup to Alvin Kamara. Like, it's it's not like he's a third or fourth string guy. Like, if he's the second guy. Like, yeah, he should be breaking that, like, in 
two games, like, I mean, even though he's a backup, like, running back, I feel like you're able, you could do, like, 40 yards probably. Assuming you get, like, I don't know. Let's say he gets, like, eight carries or something a game. Maybe 10 at most, but I doubt that. I mean, that's The only reason I think that's kind of high is because Alvin Kamara gets so much work. Yeah, but the thing with doing that much work is you need breaks. So yeah, that, that's why I say, like, maybe eight. And so I guess I guess it would be safe to say I maybe, mean, like, three or four games. They, like, they split a backfield at one point. And, I mean, you look at it, like, with how bad Carolina is when CMC gets injured and how... Like, Todd Gurley's career ended early and how, I mean, I, I'm trying to think. Like, I don't know. Running backs just don't seem to last. I, I'm sure they brought in Ingram with the idea of lessening Kamara's workload, maybe. You don't want to run that guy into the ground, especially because he's so talented. For those of you listening, we're watching the Thursday night game, which is Packers-Cardinals. Um, currently 7-7. Green Bay in the red zone, though. They threw a ball that was... I think called a touchdown, but they just showed the replay and tight end clearly out of bounds. To add to that, this was this kid's coming off of a, uh, a fucked up punt return. Oh yeah, Cardinals muffed the punt. Packers got it. Rondale Moore. That's why shit. they're in. That's why they're in the red zone. Um, is that it in terms of NFL news? Anything more on? It Inger? should be. All right. Uh, I have one piece of NFL news, which is. <laughs> Deshaun Watson, wow, big whoop. But, uh, again, he's rumored that he's going to the Dolphins, which we've heard for the past two months or eight weeks or ten weeks, whatever the hell you want to call it. But, um, I mean, I feel like I first heard it, like, at the draft last year. Yeah, I mean, but I feel like big speculation was like, oh, it's happening. It, it, it took a dip, and then it definitely came back. But, yeah, I'd say, like, definitely, like, preseason, like, Start of preseason, yeah. About, but so the rumors are, or I guess what's reported is that Texans and Dolphins have a deal in place, but <laughs> there's a, a bit of a catch twenty two. Is Deshaun Watson's legal problems need to be settled first, which I don't see that happening anytime soon. The trade deadline's November 2nd, so if he wants to actually be on an NFL roster... Well, he could always play for the Texans, I guess, but... He has, like, um, a week. He has a week to get to Miami. What I think is interesting is I heard rumors that Carolina made a better offer than Miami to to the Texans, and the Texans were fully prepared to accept that deal, but Deshaun has a full no-trade clause, I believe, and... um, he he wanted uh he wanted Miami instead of Carolina for some reason, which <laughs> I don't yeah. really get because I don't mean to be a hater, but I think the pastures are a lot greener there than in Miami. Yeah, um, yeah. Your thoughts, Kelvin? I think he wants to go to Miami because it's Miami. I don't think he wants to go to Miami to play football. I I could see that, I, I like a, that. like a Tom Brady wanting to go to Tampa over like other offers because yeah. it's. You know, it's sunny, it's nice weather, but, like... It was, like, on the Manning podcast... Not podcast, the Manning, uh... The, the, whatever, the show. The Monday, the, yeah. When he said that, he thought he was a cold-weather quarterback until showing up in uh in Tampa Bay when he realized that being in the warm weather is always better. I, mean, I don't see Carolina as really a cold, cold place, but I, mean, I guess nothing Oh, I'd imagine that it's, like, humid as fuck, probably. Pro- probably. And during, like, probably start of the season to, like... I'd say probably like mid-November is probably like meh. 
I mean, I, I think Miami might be one of the most desirable locations in football, though. Well, I'd say probably anywhere, California or Florida. Yeah. Probably Arizona also. Dry, warm weather. Yeah, probably good for, for football. Arizona, honestly, would probably be the ideal place for someone like Tom Brady. You got that old people, like, yeah. dry weather, no moisture. Tam- uh, good for the bones. Tom Brady going to replace Kyler Murray and on the Cardinals soon? <laughs> Totally see it happening. I mean, I mean, he looks like he's just entering his prime. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, uh, I don't know about this whole Deshaun Watson deal. I, I, I mean, I'd say I do see it happening because I think the Dolphins' quarterback situation is like sort of shit. But at the same time, how are you going to take Deshaun when he's got twenty-two allegations of? touching and whatnot. And even, even if his legal problems go away, it's not that he's innocent. It's it's that he's settled out of court or that yeah. that it's just being dropped. You know, it's not like it's not like he's being found innocent here. So even if he doesn't have the legal like ramifications with it, even if he totally walks away scot free or pays out of court settlements or whatever, like as a manager and as a coach and as like a fan base and as like a oh, teammate, I was gonna say like I can't be good press for your team. Yeah, like, like every everyone knows that he did it. Like everyone everyone knows it's not like it's not like there's some breakthrough in the case. Like, and you know if it's like two allegations like you might be like oh that might not be legit but the fact that there's 22, 22 you're like what the fuck that's like oh, it was the smoke this fire kind of thing like. yeah but it's like i i don't see this not being fake with this many allegations but yeah Anyway, uh, speaking of allegations, I heard that you have some NHL news. Yeah, so I doubt you two have been keeping up, but uh, so the Chicago Blackhawks just got fined $2 million, which isn't a lot of money, but for the NHL, that's considered insane for a fine over uh, sexual assault allegations and a toxic work culture, kind of. It's not, it's pretty similar to, I guess, the. Uh, the Washington football team investigation, but I feel like what was uncovered, you could say is worse. Um, basically, so you guys know that the Chicago Blackhawks won three Stanley Cups in like five years. They were yeah. the top team. So they won their first cup in 2010 in this dynasty. And the, the before the playoffs started, or maybe during the play, I'm, I'm not the expert on this. Um, the minor league team's playoff run had ended, right? And it's very, so it's customary that you, call up some decent minor league players to your, your pro team during the playoffs because there's no, like, waivers or anything during that time. So the idea is that, like, hey, like, if there's an injury, we have guys ready to go. So the Chicago Black Ops called up in a minor league player to the, to the pro team for this playoff run. Anyway, he was sexually harassed by a assistant video coach or whatever. And then what honestly sounds like he was raped by this guy. Like, it, it's bad. Like, it sounds like this guy was raped. And... Oh, and and so he he reports it to like the mental health coach or whatever on the team, and the mental health coach goes to the the general manager. The general manager, I believe, was, was his first year with the team, so he's like, oh, like I don't I don't know how to do this. Like I've never I don't know these people really. So he goes to the long term co- or the long time coach of the Chicago Blackhawks at the time, uh, and he's like, hey, dude, like I think someone just got raped in our uh, in our on our team or whatever. And the Blackhawks had a meeting. It was the coach, the general manager, the president of operations, I think like the assistant GM. They all had a meeting and they ended up just deciding to cover it up. They, they were like, because the, the coach's words, I believe, were that the team was uh, too good. 
to like give up on the season or whatever. They didn't want bad press. They're like, Yikes. they're like, we have a shot at the Stanley Cup here. So they th- they covered it up, right? They're like, we'll address it later. And uh, they left the coach on the team, and he played. The coach was there the entire Stanley Cup run. He he celebrated with the team. He was in the the parade with the city and all that. And they kind of quietly let him go in the off season. And this is like the equipment coach. This is the video or, coach. Or, or, yeah, video that, coach that yeah. did the assault or whatever. And. Um, they left it at that, and that wasn't even why the investigation started. On like, it, it first started with like the same thing as the Washington football team, like oh, like wh- female interns and employees being harassed by men. But then it went to, and legit, then they found the play- this the player, the player, the, the player got raped by this coach, basically, and um, yeah, and it was crazy, and they covered it up for so long because they kept winning cups. They're like, they kept saying like, well, we're just never going to talk about it because we're doing too good right now. And, uh, well, now the, the, the GM of the Blackhawks, he resigned. And, I mean, he had, like, like I'd say probably Hall of Fame ambitions as a manager. That and might go. I, I mean, I feel like if he does report it, like, he would have, like, he should have or whatever. So, I don't he's think. He's probably fine, like, I would think. Because, I mean, he's doing the right thing. He's getting this piece of shit, like, out of his organization. But. So, I don't know. Because he, so he brought it up to management, right? So, on that part, he did the right thing, but management told, like, because he was in the meetings but where yeah, management agreed say, to hide it up. He was part of the agreement. Or which is what sucks. And then the whole thing is that, like, when the investigation happened, he hadn't said anything in the beginning, and then when he finally resigned, he pulled, like, an XXX and just snitched on everyone, and he blew the whole thing open. And now, like... The, the Florida Panthers are like 6-0, and oh, and their coach was the coach of the Blackhawks back then. So people, like, even Florida fans, knowing that they have a good coach right now, we're like, let's get him out of here. I think the assistant GM or whatever that was part of the cover-up, he's a GM now in Winnipeg. They want him out of there, too. The president of operations, I think he's retired now, and people are like, we got to find a way to punish him, even though he's retired. And everyone's complaining that a $2 million fine is, like, not enough for the Blackhawks. Because, I mean... Is that a lot in terms of hockey? I don't uh, know hockey. Connor McDavid makes thirteen million a year. The Blackhawks are one of the most storied organizations, and they make billions. I think okay. so. Two million is not really a lot. I was going to say, like, I feel like NHL financials wouldn't be as much as like MLB. It, it, it's or it's N- the worst of the four American sports, but but the Blackhawks specifically are not like in money problems because they are such an old franchise gotcha. and they're historical. And I, I had a weird time with this story, too, because I found out the player, it's it's Kyle Beach, and he never played an NHL game. But it was weird to me because I knew him from, like, NHL video games because he was cracked in NHL 11. So it was just, like, weird to see him. Because for the longest time, I, like, I felt like I was, like, the only person in the world who knew who he was because I saw him in my video game one time. But uh, it sucks, too, because, like, and he's not just some insignificant player, too, that was a minor league. He was drafted, I believe, 11th overall in the, like, 2009 draft, I think. And he was, like, a serious prospect for them. And this happened, like, in his second or first year, I think. Damn. Uh, so it messed up his career forever. Because, like, for the longest time, he was considered a draft bust. And I think, like, if you read articles about him, they're like, oh, he didn't skate well. His mind wasn't in the game or whatever. And they finally interviewed him because now he plays in, like, second division German hockey or whatever. And he was like, he was like, yeah, like, Mike, I couldn't, I could never, like, play again after that. Especially because the entire playoff run, he saw this guy that, like, raped him, like, on the bench, like, celebrating with the team. And, like, and, like he, he also, like, since he reported it, he found out that the management knew. So the entire time that he saw this video coach behind the bench, like, he knew that management already knew about it. And they were basically saying whatever. And I think he was saying even a few players found out and they called him, you know, like gay slurs on the ice and like during practices and stuff. So he finally like retired and went to Europe after a while. Yikes. So it's a, it's a feels bad for him. So (laughs) 
the Blackhawks organization is not in a great spot. I think all the fan bases are right to be outraged to have like these scumbags as part of their team. Like, yeah, coach, manager, where, wherever everyone ended up after that. You know, yeah, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if all of them end up out of jobs. Yeah, and I hope that taints their Hall of Fame careers because yeah. those guys like definitely would have been Hall of Famers if this, that wasn't for this. Stupid it is and like uh, I think I don't know. It's it's interesting though because like they've been interviewing the captain like because he's still there. Like he was the captain back then, and it sounds like even the players kind of knew and like they were encouraged to like not make a big deal about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, shitty by them, but at the same time, I don't blame them because they don't have power in the organization. Yeah. So. I mean, their job is on the line. So if they speak out or something, and I believe that the video coach, uh, like, like to to anybody who found out or to the guy he assaulted, would always be like, "I can end your careers. Like, I can, I can mess up your careers. I can get you out of here." Yikes. So yeah, it's a, it was an that's that's an ugly situation. Well, I hope that guy goes and rots. Oh, worst part about it is that after he was let go by the Chicago Blackhawks organization, he ended up being a high school coach and did like kind of the same thing. Ugh. So I, I that guy better be in jail. I don't know if he is, but uh, you know he was name? something Aldrich. But if you also look up Chicago Blackhawks, I'm sure you'll find it as one of the top stories. I believe he was just recently tried for like fourth degree, like sexually exposing to a minor, which is not enough for what he's done. Like, Ugh. Guy's a creep. Let's see. Uh, it's all Brad just, Aldrich. It's all Kyle Beach, but that's the play. I think it's Brad Aldrich. I think is his name, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Brad Aldrich. Let's see. Um, I don't know. I'm like just trying to look at like you know headlines or everybody. Yeah. It looks like it's all just talking like Kyle Beach and like not. Mentioning yeah. that guy's name. It, it's crazy because the investigation didn't even start with this. It started with the just the typical, like, oh, like, I, I think my boss is sexist kind of thing, which I guess that's kind of fucked up that, like, I don't want to say that's typical, but, like, that's what the football team was an investigation for, like, just toxic work culture. And then this story came out, and, like, this is just horrendous. Bradley Aldrich. Bradley Aldrich. Oh, wait. Well, well, I hope he burns in well, hell. What's this saying? Uh... Assaulted two men at Miami University. Is that Miami, Ohio, or? Um, yeah, Ohio. School of Big Ben. Yeah. So. That guy's, so he's got a history wherever he goes. So, I mean, but you said he was high school too, right? I thought so, it was high school, or or it might have been like junior league, but that's a Canadian equivalent where like it's 16 to 18 year olds. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that's like the only thing talking. Yeah, it's only just talking about the Miami it's not talking about like anything else, but yeah, what a piece of shit. All right. Well, is that it in terms of that? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's about it for breaking sports news. But now uh, we're going to get started with a new segment that we are calling Kicking It with Kelvin. So last year for 420, Nike SB was supposed to drop the Strawberry Coffin Dunk High. It finally released like three days ago. I'm a huge fan of them. I do like the long suede and the strawberry details. Anish, Max, would you guys like to put your two cents on how you feel about them? So they're shoes to begin with. I'm no shoe expert. For those of you listening, we're talking shoes right now. Obviously kicking it with Kelvin Kicks. 
But, um, I mean, they're not terrible. I got like, a, like watermelon kind of color wave that I kind of like. I, I mean, you do because like, strawberry. They, okay, like, well, that's my zoom bad. In on the green. I, I, I was eating pizza. I wasn't they do attention. look like strawberries or watermelon. Like it's red and then you got like green at the end. Uh, I don't know about like the fabric. It looks sort of weird, but. It's like a long suede. Yeah, the, the colors themselves I'm fine with. It's hard to convey this because, like, it's a podcast, so we can't, like, show you yeah. and point to things. It's not the worst shoe you've shown but me. these are all, like, hot shoes, like, right now, right? Like, coming out or been on the market, like, on fire recently or something, right? These dropped as three days ago, and this morning there was a in EA for sneakers on the sneakers app. Interesting. All right. For the next shoe I'd like to get to is the Nike SB Dunk Low Mummy. That had dropped today, actually. Why do they look all old and beat up? Because they're mummies or something? Yeah, because shit. they're mummies. They're glow-in-the-dark shoes. Uh, is there a picture of them uh, I'm glowing not, in the dark? I'm not really a fan. I mean, I get like what they're doing. They're going for the old beat-up vintage. I mean, I think they look cool glow-in-the-dark because the, the glow stands out. But like when they're not glowing, I think it's sort of weird. But like I get what they're doing. I agree. If you were like a celebrity like at a concert <laughs> yes. or something, yes, if like, you wore those, that'd be like hype as fuck. Like but, these... Like, these look like some Kanye, like, rat hole, rat chew the hole in the shirt type thing. Like, And then when you dim the lights at your concert, you know, you got the you got the little glow up effect. The next pair, next two pairs we're going to be looking at are the Yeezy Foam Runners, the Vermilion and the Ochre restocked. The Ochre restocked today where Vermilion released, or tomorrow actually, where Vermilion released it, uh, tomorrow. The Vermilion is just a red colorway of the Foam Runner. These you. are the worst ones you've shown no me. No matter yet. what Foam Runner you show me, like, I'm sorry, Yeezy Discord. <laughs> I fucking hate foam runners. The shit's like an overrated fucking Croc. Except Crocs I have like more Crocs. tactical. I like Crocs. Crocs have like practical uses, and they're like okay. Actually, I think Crocs are ridiculous at sixty bucks. But like, I mean, that's one thing. But but imagine like making an ugly fucking Croc and then painting it bright red and then selling it for like. I have no problem with it. Hundreds being bright red, but it just looks weird. Like there's a bunch of random holes. I mean, I'm sure they're comfortable because it's foam, but it just it doesn't look comfortable. Not it a, looks like some like alien foot. Shit. I don't know. Not a fan. Not my thing. I prefer the other two over that. I am a fan, however. I, I do like foam runners. Uh, the next year I'd like to get to is the Pine Green Air Jordan 3 that's releasing on the 30th. Yeah, The upper is suede. I, I can dig it. I like it. So in general, I'm a fan of like classic Jordans, I would say. So I think that's fine. I mean, I don't think those are terrible. I think that's it looks really good. Personally, I think it looks good, but the suede upper is kind of a no for me. I feel suede is, is an is just too hard to clean, if you get what I mean. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I don't clean my shoes. The next set I'd like to get to are the LD Waffle Sakai Undercover Joints. Wow. You, you good there speaking? <laughs> <laughs> too many words for one for three pairs of shoes. All right. I don't have a good picture because it's, it's a three-pack. Wh- which, wh- which one is it? It's these top three. I like the top one. I li- actually, in order, I like top, middle, bottom. The top three? Uh, I feel like the middle one the best. Is that the blue one? Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. I'm personally not a fan of the LD Waffle, but I think I think they hit it pretty well for to represent Sakai Undercover. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking about with those. Uh, next up, we have the Aqua Pata Air Max ones, which drop tomorrow in Europe, but will come to us November 4th. Um... I like those minus like the big Nike logo. Actually, I think the 
big blue Nike logo is in like a weird spot and it's sort of cut off. That's part of the silhouette. I don't know. I think I'm fine with that shoe. I think it looks, I, I kind of like it. What are your opinions on the waves? On I, I like, like the, the waves. I like the waves. I don't, I don't like that Nike logo part because I feel like it's just so cut off. And could be a good, could be a good summer shoe, I think. But in California, that's year round, but. Yeah. Okay. There was an orange pair that had just dropped. I could see like, I mean, would those actually be used like for basketball or they? No, like they're, they're definitely wearing, casual. The Air Max one is say, definitely like, just leisure. Like I could see like if those were converted into basketball shoes somehow, I could see like a UNC wearing those. Last pair I'd like to go over is going to be the uh, Purple Skeleton Air Force Ones, which is supposed to drop for Christmas. Um, I like the glow in the dark part, but that's about it. <laughs> uh, I kind of like it. I like purple in general. Then the glow in the dark. The glow in the dark picture is definitely way better. But uh, you can't see the shoe in the picture. You can only see the glow. Yeah, that's why I like well, it. Well, it's, it's way better. The glow in the dark is really cool. But that, that kind of, like, you put a little hints of orange. It was more of a Halloween shoe to me. Orange Wait, was last year. Is there hints of orange? No, 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 no. I'm seeing if they put a little bit of orange on that bitch. Yeah, yeah. I think that would have been a perfect shoe for Halloween. I don't know. Purple's also, not called really, Skeleton, right? Or, I, yeah. I think it is, yeah. I instantly thought this Halloween. This is coming... During the Christmas, Christmas? No, for Halloween. Oh, you oh I swear you said Christmas. You said oh, did Christmas. I say Christmas? My bad. I said okay, well, Halloween. That, that makes a that lot more sense. That changes everything. That All does right. kind of change everything. Then, yeah, it's a good shoe. <laughs> That's a very good shoe, I think. I think it's it gets the job done. Yeah. All right. And that should... Ooh, actually, we have some sneakers to review. So the Jordan 1 Pollen I have here in my hands has, uh, in my opinion, a lot of people have been hating on the quality of these, but I think the tumble leather is great. I like the padded... Um, tongue and the flat leather is probably in great place so it doesn't crease too much when wearing Anish thoughts I'm not the sneaker expert I can't really make a review but I think black and yellow is always my favorite color but that could also be because of certain biases I have <laughs> I think Jordan 1's are always like the best shoe that Nike has this is like a top tier shoe I think I think it's perfect Excellent. so I wouldn't mind having a pair of these even if they are the black and yellow which is usually associated with some city of some host that we have on this podcast. Um, I forget you like a, like a silver and blue kind of kind of color. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I actually really like these. I mean, I think high tops or are these highs or mids? These are highs. I think they look pretty nice. Um, I think the leather actually does look pretty good, so I don't see why people would complain there. I guess if they are shoe snobs, sorry, yeah. easy Discord. <laughs> Um, but I think these look pretty nice, actually. I like them. Okay. Rate them out of 10, Kelvin. What's the, what's the rating? You're the guy who's touched the most sneakers here, so, like... My what? rating on these pawns is pr probably like an 8.6. That's a pretty high number. I like them a lot. That's pretty good. I'd, I'd like to wear these I mean, very much. From my point of view, someone who, like I said, hates a lot of the shoes that Kelvin brings, <laughs> this is like a 10 for me, because I think they oh, look, so This is like a 10 out of 10 for me, too. ...look pretty normal, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right. good job. I think these are top. These notch. other shoes, though. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't expect. Moving on, we have the the Nike SB Dunk Mid Social Status Strawberry Milk. These had released last week, and they I got these yesterday since they finally shipped them out. Uh, it comes with a lot of nice details. The whole shoe feels fuzzy, I'd say, except for the swoosh, which is like a really nice gel. Like, what is it that? The, the, what you put on your like wrist when you're working for too long, the, you like, know what I'm talking about, right? The, the like, gel, 
I think I know what you're talking about, but like, I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> Regardless, uh, the details are nice on these. The QC is pretty eh. I know I have to pick up a couple of glue stains on this, but the toe, the toe box has like this nice tumbled suede. Same with the medial edge ends, and like the the actual toe itself has this velvet. That's really nice to the touch, and then your ankle liner is also velvet and just your, the interior of your shoe. What are you guys' thoughts? All right, give me this bitch. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So with the last shoe, I talked about how I like the Jordan 1 silhouette. I think the silhouette of this shoe is also pretty solid. I think that's where the compliments are going to end here, though, because cool. you look at the colors, and it just screams to me a shoe that gets dirty easily. You look at it, and all I can think is it was a kid who didn't have a full set of crowns in his fucking pencil box. Like He I just look, had, like, pinks. Yeah, he had random warm colors, and then he threw in the random blue on the inside, right? We got these weird fucking yarn-looking laces. Not a fan of that either. Um, I mean, not a fan of, like, the different shades of, like, pinks and reds or whatever it is. You got the fucking ingredients list here, which, like, I can see that being an... My bad. I can see that being an interesting interesting aspect to this, but, like, it, it screams kind of, like, knockoff... Oh my god, how did I forget? Off-white and like I'm just not interested to know that it's microbial textile lining. I really don't care. Um I will say the inspiration of these shoes was supposed to be for to look like the like stro- the strawberry milk you'd get from like a free school lunch. See, but I fucking hate strawberry milk, but that's besides the point. I don't give a shit what the inspiration is. This is one of my least favorite Nike checks too with the weird milky. Like it looks like actual milk was spilled on the inside of these things. <laughs> I mean, you touch the shoe and it's like fuzzy and like but like different kinds of fuzzes. I feel like that would get dirty like pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, and like you touch the the swoosh and it's got like that weird plastic. Not a fan. I this shoe sucks, in my opinion. Like, and, and I think of the silhouettes you've shown me, this is one of the, like, I, I like the silhouette. Like, if this was an all-black shoe, I'd be like, oh, it's perfect. But, like, like, foam runners, no matter what color come in, are fucking stupid. I think you put proper proper care into a shoe like this, I think it's good. I think these fail on many, and I don't even know shoes that well, but, and I'm probably getting so many haters for Kelvin, but not a fan at all, I think. I like the shoe, but not the colors. Like, I think the, sh- like you said, the silhouette, and I think, like, where the different, like, pieces go and stuff, whatever you want to call it, I think it looks nice. It's just the colors are... And and for me, the materials, too. I don't like the material. Like, not, not the materials individually, but the lack of consistency, I think, really bugs me. And I just, like, I get that velvet supposed to be all nice and stuff, and I have no problem with, like, suede on shoes and whatnot, because I've had... Sweat on shoes before, but like velvet, like if you're gonna be going outside, I feel like you shouldn't have velvet on shoes. Like I understand like slippers or some shit, but like I wouldn't want to step anywhere outside of this barn with those shoes on because I know instantly they're getting getting dirty. Yeah. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I like the shoe, like the look. Like if it was a different color, I think I would be on board with you, but the pink just ain't doing it for me. And I have no problem with, like, I think pink can look good, but it's the fact that it's, like, too much. Three or four different colors. No, I'm, I, I, I'm fine with, like, the color pink. I wear pink shoes, but it's the weird, like, Well, it's, like, four, di- it's like four different pinks. I'm not a fan of this darkest one. Like, that looks like some 60-year-old granny's lipstick or some shit. <laughs> um, this looks like cotton candy. This, that's meh. That... It's a little too light, so it's like, I don't know. I think, like I said, the shoe's fine. Colors, 
I think they could have done better. To me, it screams like something that a celebrity would wear. You know, like a like a John uh, John Mayer kind of like yeah. like like or, fa- or or the mummies. I can <laughs> see John Mayer wearing the mummies or whatever. Like like some fashionista, like like you know, high class. Like this is some shoe that people on sneaker shopping with Joe Lapuma buy. I think, which which I guess is the audience of like Kelvin's Yeezy Discord. <laughs> but like for for those of you not in Yeezy Discord, more like the everyday man. We would be like, what the hell yeah. is this? Which is why I think I like the pollens. Where I think the pollens, I think, appeal to both worlds. Where like, I think if you're into shoes, like, you're like, oh, that's a nice Jordan. Yeah, right there. and if you're not into shoes, you're like, well, hey, that shoe looks kind of cool. But you look at the milks, and it's like, you got to be so into the sneaker world, I think, to actually like, wear them. I think to wear these, actually, you are required to like live in a TikTok hype house or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or you gotta dress like Kelvin with the fanny packs and the like the reflective vests, but and like a, a neon but, hat or something. See, I will say, I don't think it'd be the worst thing if you wore that because I think it would match your aesthetics, maybe. But I do think it'd be the worst thing for you to wear in terms of like cleanliness because I think you come into this barn at all, I think you're crying because you have to wash that shit when you get home or something. Yeah, I can agree with that. They're- they're dirt magnets, def- definitely dirt magnets. The last two I'd like to add, I'm not sure if you guys saw it, would be the social status logo on the tongue. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that is. It looks a, like something from Squid Game. I, it's, s- it's the logo for the collaboration brand. I, I've seen that logo before. Uh, I'm not really a logo guy. Definitely not for like hype beast kind of stuff because I'm not into hype culture or anything like that. So logos don't really do anything for me. But I'm sure if that's like your favorite clothing brand, you can appreciate that. But uh, not for me, but I'm not going to hate on a logo because that's just branding. Yeah, I don't care about logos, but, you know, then you do you, but, yeah. Actually, like, show me it again. I prefer, like, if that color would have been on the shoe, I think I would prefer that. Oh, wait. That red? Is the the tongue a different color? The tongue should be the same color as this. The granny lipstick? Yeah, I don't like the tongue. But the, what is it, social? Social status. Yeah, whatever you said. The, the color of that tag or whatever it is, I, I like that, but all the other colors... If the whole shoe is that color, I think I'd give this a much better review, yeah. I think. Or even if, like, it was the color of, like, the inside of the shoe, like the blue or something, yeah. like, I think that could work better. The, the shoe itself is perfectly fine. Just this colorway is not it, Yeah, I think. There's another detail on the inside that says, sell by fall 2021. Sell is by. that, like, a requirement? That, no, that's <laughs> that's a that's a joke, right? Like it's like it's part of the thing. Yeah, it needs is, an expiration it, date. Well, I was gonna say, like, does milk. like Nike actually have to like? No, 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 no. But, this this but, was like, just part of. It the would be real. I was gonna say, like, I could see that totally being a thing, like in the community, like, oh yeah, like these shoes are so nice that like. In order for them to actually like be like official, if you purchase them after the date, then it's not a it's, real. It's like, like it it's doesn't come the with like the the tag or whatever, like the little. So how do you guys feel about that detail? I mean, yeah. if it's all in strawberry milk, I, I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. Like it's it's pretty cool, I think. But yeah. uh, we do have the box, and I like the box. The box the, is cool. The Nike social status box. Uh, open it. Can you take out the lace the lace bag? Oh, yeah. I, oh, it's, 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 it's over it. there. It's, it's over there. How do we feel about the lace bag it came with? Uh, I, I doubt mean, it fits the actual laces of these shoes. Since so I would never use these for laces, but it's kind of like a cloth wallet almost. I can Or like it. as Kelvin said earlier, you use it for condoms or a something. A condom pocket? Because it's like the perfect size. It's a it's a nice little bag. I, I do like this bag. Actually, is this the same as the logo? Like the, the color? Yeah. Uh, that's the Social Status well, logo. It should this, be. This color is like by far like my favorite thing. Like this I'm not colorblind, right? That's pink. That's like a that's like a bright pink. I like, like that's pink. like out of the pinks. I like that so one the best. I, I am colorblind, so I don't see pink. But 
but this, <laughs> this is still like my favorite color of, yeah. of this. This bag is my favorite part of this shoe we've talked about right now. This thing is like awesome, honestly. Uh, so what's the purpose of that? It, I'm assuming this is supposed to be a lace bag. I but like, am not. What, do you just carry extra laces with you? I mean, I've seen Kelvin carry extra laces. Yeah, I mean, he's Kelvin though, but like, is the average? But then again, average people aren't. Buying Kelvin, this. Kelvin is the year. average of the of the sneaker culture. It's it's okay. something we won't understand, but we just have to we just have to hope Kelvin. We look at Kelvin and just assume that like it's a thing they do. The lace these come with, I don't think fit in this, this bag. These laces are thick as hell, and this bag is pretty small. Like as we said, it's the size of a condom. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, hey, I think the bag could be useful. I think you could put like your your keys or something in there. I don't yeah, it's know. a little small for keys. A little small. I mean, Aiky. I think like we key? said, a condom. A condom honestly is perfect. <laughs> but condom it's like, are you gonna carry that, or wouldn't you just carry like a condom with you? <laughs> uh, I mean, so you put condom wrappers in your wallet. You know, it's supposed to like be bad for the health of the condom because like the friction of the of the, like the leather and stuff. So this bag looks like cloth. So I honestly think this could be like, if safe sex is your Priority. I think this bag could honestly be perfect for you. Granted, okay, and this might be offensive. I don't feel like you'll be having a lot of sex in this shoe. <laughs> this shoe is kind of ugly. All right, I'm sorry. I don't think you're getting bitches in this thing. What TikTok hype beast aren't getting bitches? You heard your first guys. If you want to have sex, you buy these shoes. No, 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 no. If you want to have sex, you buy the pollens yes. and you use the bag that comes with the strawberry milk shoe. You have yes. to buy the strawberry milk shoes to get the bag. That's where you like have like a friend like Kelvin who's gonna buy it because like see we judge, but I almost feel like it must be like a collector's thing. Like like yeah. Kelvin just has to has it have it. So if you don't use that bag, Kelvin, I will gladly take it and use it for my condom. Um, is that it? That should be it for kicking it with Kelvin. All right, until well, next week. But before, wait, you never rated the shoe. Oh, yeah. this shoe. Um, I love the details. They're right. The color is kind of eh. I'm going to give it like a 5.4. It would be close to like a 6.9 if it wasn't a mid. These I, are some very specific numbers, but I, I appreciate that. It's like Specificity is important, I think. And I appreciate you for knowing what you want and knowing what's good and what's bad. I appreciate that. Kelvin will be like Dave Portnoy, like the, the one bite pizza review of shoes. So he has to give it like the point whatever's. Score. Also, I don't know what the fuck just happened, but uh looks like it's good for Green Bay. They're up 10-7. That's it's... defense scoring a touchdown. Yeah. Oh, that is not good. Kyler oh, Murray. I don't think it's a touchdown. I think pick it's six. a takeaway. Oh, it's a pick six? Yeah, either yeah, pick six zone. or fumble, but there's the camera is zooming in on Kyler like he fucked up. So All right, let's, let's take a look at this. I think he's forcing some stuff to D-hop. Hey, there's, a, there's a pass rush there. Oh, oh, not, oh, not his fault. Not, tipped not, off the chased Chase Edmonds tipped Chase off. Edmonds? Not a touchdown, but a pick a, a pick in the and, red zone. And then they just went and did like the celebration in the yeah. end zone. But not Kyler's fault. Went off the receiver's hands. This is the crazy though. Uh Packers are in a position to be up seventeen to seven against the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. However, we have seen the Cardinals just roll things over in the fourth quarter. So let's we'll see know. how this goes. That also has been the Packers though. They've haven't scored really that much in the first quarter in any game, really. Um we're in the third quarter now. Yeah. Well, I'm sitting we'll at the see. second half team. Yeah. Um. Is there anything else from shoes then? Uh, I just wanted to mention. The, I feel like the the SB the Nike Dunk SB mid is an unloved silhouette. I personally you don't love it either. Unloved? Unloved. People do not love this this mid. I see. That's where I just because I think it's actually a but I mean we're not, shoe, we're not we're shoe not shoe experts, but so. like I mean I guess there might be you could say there's an oversaturation of like silhouettes kind of like that you know. It, I mean, like, you could buy this, you could buy an Air Force One, you could buy a Jordan One, like... I probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference. I, I think I could. This I mean, mid is... It, the mid of the SB Dunk is very unique because 
the mid of the Jordan one does, is not that height, and the Air Force one mid is also not that height. I'm not going to lie. As somebody who owns Jordan ones, I feel like this could be a lot easier to put on and be more comfortable. 100%. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm surprised to find this is an unloved silhouette because it's like it's classic, but it's not at the same time, right? Where like I feel like it pulls from classic Nike shoes, but it also is distinctly a little bit different enough where you're like, oh, that's not an Air Force. It's not a Jordan 1. But it still maintains that iconic Nike look, and I think it looks nice. I think I would actually like the shoe. Like, I could see myself wearing one of those. Not that color, like we specified. Yeah. But yeah. Nike, if you're listening to this, drop more SB mids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, how much How much are they? These are like 130 before. Never mind. I don't care. <laughs> I know they're cheaper if they're not a collab. Yeah, how much, would, how much would they actually, be, like, a, like a normal version, like an all blue or an all black? An all blue and all black would not exist, but if they did... I'm saying like, I'm saying like, like just one, like one color or, or two like, color. Like prob- <laughs> probably 110. <laughs> one, I mean, okay, like, as, as much as I hate that, like, that's all, like, I don't spend more than, like, 40 bucks on shoes. Like I go to Zappos to get my bands. <laughs> I, like, Kelvin buy my shoes. It's true. I'd like to see, like... It, it is true. Kelvin is my supplier in shoes. I'd like to see the Yeezy Discord react to the Vans I have on right now. They'd probably have a fucking aneurysm. <laughs> For oh, those no. of you listening, Max is wearing some beat-to-shit gut clubs. Yep. Yep. Those are, like, the only shoe that I can actually name, like, oh, yeah, the Vans Yacht Clubs or whatever. It's, like, yeah. This is, like, my second pair of Yacht Clubs. I think I'll probably end up getting another pair soon, but... Yacht Club yeah. do be the best colorway of Vans. Truth. I can agree with that. But it has to be this one, because aren't there, like, other Yacht Clubs or whatever that are different colors? Or is the Yacht Club specifically this color or whatever? There are other rainbow ones, but this, one's, this one is the, the Yacht Club. Packers going for it in fourth and three on their there's own, the, or sorry, not their own, on the Arizona eight-yard line. I am not a Vans head, so I do not know what the rest of these colors are. I just know I'm just saying, is the Vans, can be, uh, uh, is a fanatic of Vans called a Vans head? That just sounds I feel like, silly, in my opinion. I feel like just ultimate sneaker heads would probably, like, no, like, special Vans, too. But, like, I only consider myself uh, a Jordan head fear, and a fear, head. Fear God collabed with uh, Vans once, I believe. They did actually. I remember those. Yeah, they were pretty and, cool. And maybe not, maybe not Yeezy people, but I'm I'm sure the Supreme community has Vans fanatics in there. That whole skate kind of vibe. Yeah, probably. Are you ready to move on? Uh, yes, but I did have a sneakerhead quiz for you to actually test your knowledge here. Uh, it's called the Ultimate Sneakerhead Quiz. It's from Sporkle. Uh, I'd like to see how many you can get right. You're really going to freaking throw me under the bus like this, aren't you? You're a moderator. You should know this shit coming. <laughs> I'm a Yeezy head. Well, here we go. All right. Which Jordan did Michael Jordan play his famous flu game in? The 12. Correct. They one were bred 12s. Good start. Um, when was Adidas founded? So this was founded during... World War II, I want to say. It is multiple choice, so I can give you multiple choice. But I mean... I don't remember what years World War II well, happened. Put it, oh my God, Kelvin. I will give you like the different answers, but just guess guess a year first. Uh, so let's see. So I believe it ended in 1914, right? World War II? World War II? Or it started in World... Wait. World War II. Kelvin, let's put it this way. World, World War, War I? I started in 1914. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I mixed my World Wars. Uh, would it be... 34? Jesus Christ. That's still before the Second World War. 42? I mean, that's during the war. That's, that's like American involvement starts. Is that, I mean, it's it probably high. 39 then? The what? 39, 38? All right, I'll just the war it. starts 39 right. and the war ends 45. All right, here's okay. your options. 
1982. No. 1897. Maybe. <laughs> 1971. No. 1949. I'm pretty sure it's not 1949, so is it 18... Wherever the hell? It is 1949. Ah, oh, shit. Going on to the next question. You're one for two. Ah, oh, shit. Here we go again. Who, of the following, as of 2019, is signed to a sneaker deal with Nike, I'll give you multiple choice. Please do. Joel Embiid. No. Stephen Curry. No. Even I knew that one. James Harden. No. Jason Tatum. <laughs> it's Tatum's Lee Jordan. That is Nike. He's a Jordan athlete. We're gonna call I'm gonna call him Jordan, but yes, that he it'll be Jordan Jason Tatum. Wow, you got that one. All right. That's two of three. What was the name of the collection that Off-White did with Nike? The 10. Correct. That's three, right? What does DS stand for? Dead stock. Yep. You're on a roll, minus not knowing history. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Germans everywhere. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. That's probably not the crowd that you'd want to apologize. Also, during, Jews. I'm sorry, Jews. During that era. <laughs> oh, my God. Kelvin. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're just going to move on. Uh, finish the model name. Ultra. Boost. Yeah. Easy. Who designs the fear of God? Jerry Lorenzo. Jerry Lorenzo and Jerry Lorenzo Jr. and Jerry Lorenzo Lorenzo. Not Jerry Lorenzo Jr. Jerry Lorenzo, <laughs> Jerry Lorenzo Lorenzo, and Lorenzo Lorenzo. <laughs> yes. All right. Whose signature sneaker was the question? That should be Allen Iverson. Correct. What is the technology in the Nike Hyper Adapts called? I know what they are. I don't know what it's called. It's auto lacing. What are the choices? Because it would remind me what 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 it's called. Auto lace, quick tie, back to the future, or Earl. <laughs> like like the name Earl, like E dot A dot R dot L. Interesting. I want to say it's auto lace. But it's probably Earl. So what's your answer? Auto lace. It's Earl. Damn. It doesn't say what that stands for, but it's Earl. When was the Jordan 1 released? 1985. That's another one, right? What famous print can be found on the Air Jordan 3? What famous print? Like what animal? I, I even knew oh, this one. Oh, okay. Um, it's I, called elephant print. Yep, that's it. Okay. We just looked at those on the pine green threes. Yeah, I know. I knew this because of Siege. <laughs> There's an elephant print gun, or skin, I should say. What is another name for the iconic Bread Air Jordan 1? Band. Correct. 
which rap group was the first to publicly advertise? All right, this is bullshit. We just talked about this before the, the podcast. Run DMC. Yeah, that's a free one. Um, what was Nike's original name? Nike's original name. Can I get the choices? Goddess of Victory, Dimension Six, Blue Ribbon Sports, Blue or Ribbon Sports. Falcon. Blue Ribbon Sports. Yep. Nike is the Goddess of Victory. Can't be that. What was the first colorway of the Air Jordan 1 to release? The first colorway? I'm pretty sure it was a Chicago. Red? Chicago? Royal? Or Jumpman? Jumpman is not a colorway. It's Chicago. It's Royal. Why the fuck is he wearing blue? He's a Chicago Bull. He went to UNC. But he was playing for the Bulls at the time. Who gives a shit? It's true. Anyway, what was the first Air Jordan to feature Air Max? The first Air Jordan. Air Max should have been introduced in the three, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. What is the name of the colorway of the purple and red Yeezy 2? The purple and red Yeezy 2. Purple and red. I'll give you hints. Royal. Not that. Cheetah. Not even that. FNF. Not that. And King. Should be Cheetah. It's Cheetah. I think we should be ending soon here. Which rappers are slash were signed to Adidas? Outcast. Beastie Boys, Run DMC, or Travis Scott? Pretty sure it's Run DMC. Yes, also that gave it away with saying which rappers. I mean, I guess it could have been Outkast and Beastie Boys, but that took off Travis Scott. Travis Scott is also a very well-known Jordan rapper. Kelvin has been known to say that uh, Travis Scott is the Kanye West of rap. It's true. Interesting take. Anyway, it's quite the hot take. <laughs> I mean, I guess he could be the Kanye now that Kanye doesn't exist anymore, and it's just yay or ye. Anyway, who designed... It looked like that, that Packers guy gave Diop a wedgie. <laughs> saw that. <laughs> pretty funny. All right. Who designed the Air Max 1? It should be Tinker Hatfield, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. I don't know how you remember this shit. Anyway. Tinker does a lot of stuff. Which was the first Jordan designed by Tinker Hatfield? The three, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And I think that should be it. That's it. So there were 20 questions. And of those 20, you got 17 right. And if you weren't an idiot, you would have gotten 18 right. Yeah. I feel like that was honestly one of the easiest... Like, ones that you could have had. Don't worry, guys. I'll review my history. This won't happen again. So you got just a straight-up B on this test. Good job. Hell yeah. But is that good enough to please Ooh, yeah. the easy uh, crowd? I didn't miss any easy questions. You did miss the Adidas question. But I didn't miss any easy questions. 
Was there any easy questions? There was one. It was like it was an, it was a Nike easy question. It was like oh, the oh. cheetah oh, golden red no, or whatever. No, okay. Anyway, I gotta say, not bad for our official Yeezy correspondent. Correspondent, the Discord and subreddit moderator, Kelvin Tran. Anyway, he is the most high profile guest we've had to date. True. Then again, we have only had two guests. Him being it twice. <laughs> um. Anyway, so let's move on to our next category or segment that we are now calling Bingin' with the Bros. All right, for those of you unaware, uh, Bingin' with the Bros is going to be what we're going to be calling our uh, movie segments or our movie segment. I know we teased it before or not really teased, but we said that we're going to get into maybe watching Dune or other movies. But for now, uh, since we haven't gone to the movies yet to watch Dune or watched on like HBO or whatever, we started the MCU, which we had talked about in the first episode. But for those of you unaware, Anish had never seen any MCU movies outside of Iron Man 1 and 2, but that was, like, when it came out. I had previously said only Iron Man, but upon watching Iron Man 2, I realized I'd made a mistake. As a child, I distinctly remember him peeing in the suit. <laughs> that memory was reminded of me when I when I watched the movie. So, yeah, I saw both movies on release, Iron Man and Iron Man 2. All right. So, let's start with Iron Man thoughts. So... It was a really good movie, actually, watching it again. I'm not really a big superhero person in the first place. I like Deadpool, and I'm okay with Batman, usually. But other than that, I kind of find the whole, like, superhero thing a little cheesy. What about Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? Tobey Maguire? So as a kid, I did love it. And then upon my only half rewatch of it when I was, like, 12, I was kind of like, eh. But, but okay, so in general, that's also, that's a, that's a personal thing. I'm not going to hold it against movies, like... Like, I think it's more so I'm against grown men wearing spandex, I think, is, like, the big thing, really. Um, but looking at Iron Man, I thought it was a great movie. It maybe is a little slow, but for the first ever Marvel, like, Avengers movie, kind of, like, it's really good, I think. Uh, I really like Robert Downey Jr. in the movie. I think he's both hilarious. I think he's, like, you feel for him. He's also, like, you kind of almost root against him sometimes because he's a little bit of a playboy asshole, but, like... At the end of the day, like you do care about him. I think that's. I think he did a really good job acting. Um, I think it's funny that the movie made him meet Burger King, even though he had been on record as saying that Burger King is <laughs> yeah, the reason so, he quit drugs. So the story goes that you know, I'm sure a lot of you knowing or that know about the MCU know that Robbie Robert Downey Jr. used to be like a drug addict before he got Iron Man. You know, Iron Man was like the big movie that sort of relaunched his career because you know he was. In stuff, probably in the early 2000s or, like, late, like, 90s. But then he was a drug addict. But supposedly, the story goes that at his lowest low, he went and got Burger King. And it was the most disgusting thing that he'd ever had. And so, from there on, he decided to change his life, kick drugs, and then he ended up becoming Iron Man and one of the most well-known actors to date. So, 
and for those who don't know the scene that we're talking about, it's once he's like freed from captivity or, or not freed, but you know, he frees himself from captivity. Yeah. The, his three months in isolation. Uh, when he not com- isolation, captivity. Yeah. When he comes back from, I think Afghanistan is or Middle East. I don't know. Might be Iraq. I I can't remember. He but wants two things: an American cheeseburger and a press conference. Yeah, and a press, and a press conference. conference. But the American cheeseburger they bring him is Burger King. He takes one bite of it and he doesn't eat during the rest of the well, scene. No, he eats one on his way into the press conference. Oh, and then there's one when he sits there's down. There's one in his pocket that he eats one yeah. bite of. But I'd like to think that like the directors like new or something but who knows like i don't know if he told that story like before the movie came out or anything but i would like to imagine that as like a like a lamau fuck you <laughs> look at this like eat burger king <laughs> like i think that would be hilarious i mean I, I really like his performance i think he alone sells the movie for me because i'm not really into too many other characters in the iron man i mean i guess that's the thing with the superheroes though like it's very very focused on one character right like i'm sure the i'm sure the avenger movies won't be like that because you have the Ensemble cast, but I'm sure for this one, you know, it's called Iron Man, so he is going to be the most likable character. And you'll realize later in the MCU, there's like, it might be called like Thor or something or Captain America, but it does focus on more than like one person. Well, it's really for these first, like the first phase or whatever. I, I think I know what you're talking about because I've seen trailers before for these movies. It's like really in phase one where like they're introducing the people yeah. where the movies are just focused on them usually. I mean, look, look at Iron Man 1 compared to Iron Man 2. Uh, Iron Man 1 is basically just him. But then you look at Iron Man 2, they sort of introduce Warmonger or Rhodes or whatever as his, like, uh, like assistant. Not assistant, but, like, you know, his right-hand man. And he ends up becoming, like, an Avenger later or whatever. So I think, like, probably in all the second movies of, like, each person. So, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor. Actually, Thor, I don't think they really do that that much. But, th- like, Captain America, I know they do that. Like, they they start introducing more, like, I think characters relevant to, like, the Avengers and stuff. So, I think but, that's a trend that we'll start to see. But the first Iron Man movie, I also think the plot's very good. It, it reminds me a little bit of Batman Begins, where like, so there's not a, there's not as much action as I thought I remember being as a kid. But I think that's good because I think this movie really sets a foundation for like who Tony Stark is, and I, I liked seeing his world too. And I and I actually surprisingly liked a lot of the scenes where he wasn't the Iron Man. Like honestly, I'd almost argue that. Some of his scenes in the suit are maybe some of the less interesting ones because, like, sure, he's in the suit and he's flying and he's kicking ass or whatever. But it's a lot of this stuff. I don't know. I really liked seeing him, like, the, the human, I thought. I thought that was very interesting. Um, I, was a, I was a big fan. I liked seeing him go from, like, this this contractor, this this warmongering dude to being, like, not, not a pacifist, obviously, but being this guy who's really about, like, the greater good. I think, I think that's interesting. Um... I don't know. I, I'm kind of rambling here, but it was a it was a really good movie. I really liked it. I think I think it held up pretty well. Uh, all these years later. Anyway, um, I like your comparison to like Batman Begins because I think like, you know, they're like sort of just assholes or whatever, and then they like yeah. go away. <clears throat> they come back and they're like, well, the other reason I thought Batman Begins is because I I don't think he's ever in the Batman suit in Batman Begins. He a lot of his like fighting is like. 
I, I haven't seen Batman Begins in a while, but this I used to love Batman. Um, I believe he's in he's in like that monastery training or whatever in the snow. A lot of his fighting is uh, in that. I think I, it's at the end of the movie where he becomes Batman, and I kind of thought, I kind of made that connection with Iron Man because you know like his first fights in that fucking like mech suit to get out of the cave and stuff. Like I thought yeah. that whole scene or scenes were so cool. And uh, he has to, like he does he's not he's not truly Iron Man until the end of the movie, which I think is cool. Yeah. Okay. Um. And from now, since we just got the review of Iron Man, I'm going to ask you, on a score from 1 to 10, what do you rate it? Thinking... Thinking 7 out of 10. It's it's not really a masterpiece, per se, and I sure hope the movies do get better from that point, but for a starting point, it's a really great movie. I think it leaves... It's it's an enclosed story where you can watch it alone and be fulfilled, but it also does drop you enough hints to be like, there's definitely something more going on, which is something I didn't pick up on as a kid that I now am actually excited for because that movie actually did leave me thinking like, oh, like I do want to watch more of this. Like I'm, I'm definitely hooked. Yep. And with that, we're going to go to a little quiz. Oh no. I mean, some of these aren't hard. For example, number one, it's just a 10 question quiz. We can whip this out in like two All minutes. Right. Who is Iron Man? Like actor, Tony Stark? Actor. Oh, Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. Um, Fame Tropic Thunder star? Yeah, I, I think that's like the easiest one you'll get. But some of these, it's like if you're paying attention, you know. But what type of technology keeps the shrapnel from entering It's Tony's an electromagnet. Heart and powers aren't. Like, yes, but it's what powers it. Is it multiple choice or is this open? It, it's multiple choice, but I want to see if you can... All right. Oh, my God. I, I don't know. Um, honestly, like, like the first word that came to my mind is like proton, but that I don't think that's it. Um, uh, all right. I'll give you the different ones. False immune technology, fluorescent technology, nuclear technology, or arc reactor technology. Arc reactor. Yeah, it's easy. For those of you wondering where Kelvin went, he's just sitting on the couch uh, watching the game because uh, he's not as interested in the Marvel stuff anymore, but he's still here. Anyway, uh, going on to the next one, how does Tony escape the desert? He builds that first Iron Man suit and burns his way through terrorists, <laughs> which was like my favorite scene as a kid. It's like, yes, but like three of these are like sort of right. One of them's not... Obadiah Stane locates him with helicopters, which is, you know, bald guy. like yeah. whatever, but that's, So that's, no. But then Iron Man uses the suit to fly home. That's not true. But part of it is true. Part of it is true. He heroically walks home from the desert. Kinda. But part of it isn't right. But James Rhodes locates him with helicopters. That's, that's it. Yeah. So, I mean, he flies out of the cave with the Iron Man suit. Then he starts walking or there, and then he's found by helicopters. Yeah. Pepper Potts is Tony Stark's assistant. True or false? True. Yeah. Unless he wants to say, like, wife, like... No. But that, not yet, not yet. <laughs> what is the name of Tony's computerized help system? Oh, IBM Watt. No, I'm kidding. Uh... uh why did I think Austin? That's not it. <laughs> no. Uh, I took out options. Darvis, 
Jarvis, Jarvis, or Marvis. Oh, I have no fucking idea. Jarvis. It's Jarvis. Kelvin, what's the point of you answering? <laughs> Where had the metal used on the newest Iron Man suit, red and gold, been used before? The the hot rod, right? Is it sort of the color of the metal? I, don't, I think it's talk, talking about the metal. Oh. I'm guessing, but it, it is saying the red and gold suit. I was going to say, oh, maybe it's the cave suit. Like, it, he built it from missiles or something, but... It's saying where had, like, the new metal. Can I get some options here? <laughs> a helicopter blade, a missile, a submarine, or a satellite. Oh. I no, even, I, I don't even remember. No this. idea. I'm going to guess a missile. I'm going to say a satellite. Like, they s- send it into space or something. I don't know. Like, how they usually say, like, oh, yeah, you know, this something is made from titanium. It's what they use on the spaceships. or mm. uh, I don't know. That's that's my guess. That makes sense. All right. Where does Tony hide when the Air Force fighter jets are looking to target him? Under the plane. Yeah. Okay. What does Pepper buy with Tony's money for her birthday? It's that, like, weird dress. Yeah. <laughs> For the cover story, who is said to be in the Iron Man suit? Like, a- after they fight or whatever. Oh. Who did, who, like, originally on their cards or whatever, or whatever they said, who was originally said to have been in the Iron Man suit? What are the options? Is it not? James Rhodes. Okay. Obadiah Stane. Okay. Tony Stark. Or a bodyguard. Oh, 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 bodyguard. Okay, I see, I see. Because they want it to be just some, like, random person. Which actor portrays Colonel James Rhodes in Iron Man 1? I don't know the answer to, I, like, to for both, but we talked about who he was. Well, let's let's see if you can narrow it down. All right. Jamie Foxx. I don't think it's that. Terrence Howard. <sighs> Denzel Washington. It's not that. Or Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> well, it's the one guy I don't know on that list. <laughs> Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard, yeah. yeah. Well, let's see. That's like that Star Wars quiz, right? Where, like, even if I don't know the answer, like, you're giving me... Samuel L. Jackson, like, do you think I'm racist? I'm going to confuse him with uh, with Mr. Fury here? Like, I'm... It looks like got them all correct, except the suit one. It is satellite instead of missile. That's my bad. I was unaware of that. Neither was I. All right. Anyway, let's move on. Not bad. You got a nine nine out of ten. So, but I mean, I don't blame you for missing that one. Uh, We're going to move on to your thoughts or your review of Iron Man 2. So, you know how I said that Iron Man 1 got me excited to watch the rest of these movies? The same cannot be said about Iron Man 2. (laughs) That movie was a little lackluster. I, I think. Tony Stark remains, granted I've only seen three movies so far, remains one of the most interesting and my favorite characters so far. I think he's very, very likable. However, the whole plotline of Iron Man 2 kind of sucks, I think. Like, 
a lot of it feels very avoidable. It feels like it mostly comes from Tony Stark's own hubris, where like he feels like he's untouchable, so he allows the Russians or whatever to make this suit. And you know, he decides like I guess it's not his fault, but he's like, he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna drive an F1 car. I've never raced before. Hey, I'm gonna tell my fucking drivers to get the fuck out of here, and I'm gonna get in the car. Like I'm gonna eat dinner with Elon Musk. Like it, it's just it's all weird. I think. And then, um, not a fan of. I'm a fan of the 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 villain in the I don't remember his name, but the Russian guy Ivan Ivan something Ivan Vanko Vanko. I'm a fan of him. I think uh, he's not he's nothing crazy, but he's kind of funny. He's got his weird parrot obsession. Not a fan of that Howard guy uh, or Ham, Hammer. Hammer. My bad. My bad. The Hammer guy. Jason Hammer. Justin I Hammer. It's Justin. Justin Hammer. Uh, I got the idea that he's supposed to be unlikable, so I'm not. I'm not saying like, oh, I didn't like him because like he's not likable. Like I didn't like him because he's kind of cringe. Like he does that weird dances and he's, he's just annoying. Like yeah, which I guess is the point. But like, like he's supposed to be unlikable. You're like oh, yeah, and he's supposed to be like like snobby rich guy, which like I guess he does pretty well. I flew in this Italian ice cream from San Francisco to where I'm at yeah, now in but France. But some of his dialogue is just so ugh. And like uh I don't know, like the whole ending, I'm not a huge I'm not a huge fan of the the like main sequence. I think Scarlett Johansson does her cool badass shit for like thirty seconds, which is cool I guess. Um and I think the actual fight, like the like the the action sense of it is pretty cool. But in terms of story, it feels kind of, I don't know, kind of weightless, I feel like, a little bit. Like, I don't know. Like, I care for Iron Man in the first movie, so I'm always concerned for him. But in the second movie, I don't know if, I don't know if it's just because I'm, I, like, because like, he's a main character or whatever. But I was, like, I was never really worried for him at all in the movie. I was never, like, like I never really saw um, Hammer as, like, a threat. I kind of saw him as a nuisance. What about... Ivan. Ivan. Ivan was kind of scary, which I thought he was cool. Um, I don't like. I don't like a lot of the plots with with Rhodes. Is that his name? Not really. I'm also just not a fan of the new Rhodes actor. Way bigger fan of the Iron Man one actor for him. But like all of his plot point, like I get that he's Iron Man's friend and all that stuff. But not. I was not a fan of him in Iron Man two. He was a little annoying. I thought. Um, not a fan also of the weird like one-way sexual tension between Robert Downey Jr. and Scarlett Johansson. Not not the the actors and actresses, sorry, but, like, the Tony Stark character. I mean, but that's just Tony Stark. I, I know, but, like, I, I was kind of getting down for him and, uh, and like, Peppa Potts, whatever the fuck her <laughs> name. Whatever the fuck her Peppa name. Peppa Pig. <laughs> Peppa Potts and Tony Stark. I was kind of digging it, and I thought it was weird how the whole movie, like, they're definitely getting closer, but, like, he's just randomly, like, you gotta have that ass, bro, like, just staring at Scarlett Johansson. I thought it was a little weird. Um, or pulling up like her modeling pics while she's yeah. like, 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 I'm, like, I'm your or, notary, come or, sign this. Yeah, and he's like, get my boxing ring, bro. Like, it's so cool. Like, hey, happy, you want to give her a lesson or whatever? There's nothing like wrong with Iron Man two. It's just not as cool as Iron Man one. It. I mean, just wait till we get to Iron Man three. You're gonna be wishing that we we're watching Iron Man two. <laughs> I'm not excited for that. Uh, hey, the, hey, the music when Rhodes and Tony Stark fight. Pretty cool though. They went from Queen to something else to Daft Punk, and that was pretty interesting. Yeah, not interesting, but that was pretty cool. The music. Yeah. Um, 
it's not a it's 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 not a bad movie where I'm I'm never like don't watch it. I feel like, but in my head, I'm like, I won't want to. I could see myself going back and rewatching Iron Man. I I don't think I'd be rewatching Iron Man two. I think I've seen it now for the for like for the purposes of Avengers. I don't think I'll be going back and watching Iron Man two really. But um, and I was gonna say also is that like it so it does a decent job in introducing new characters because we see more of Samuel L. Jackson's is it Nick Fury. Yep. Yeah, we see him. We see the introduction of like Black Widow. I think that's cool. Like, because now I'm intrigued about her. I'm like, what's up with this? That final credit scene when you get the hammer in the fucking or the Mjolnir in the fucking crater. I'm like, holy shit! Like, I do want to see that. But like, the actual, I don't know, story. It's eh. Like, it's it's it, not. It a, just it doesn't seem very like essential to uh, like. It's feel like. So having seen Thor, it I mean I guess I don't I don't know what's happening next, but it really feels like I could have not seen this movie and been okay. Like I feel like the only I, I guess I miss a few introductions. I don't see Scarlett Johansson. Like, I don't. see... I feel like the only like important thing that happened is that like Tony created a new element basically. And, oh like, yeah, found a way to make his like heart beat better. But it's like I feel like nothing like. It's it, nothing else really like important came of that. It, I don't know. So a lot of movies that are really bad have rewatchability because you're like, holy shit, this thing sucks. You're like, I, I want to see this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that's it, it's how cult classics start. This doesn't have that problem because it's just man. It's like it, it's, it's a, not it's not terrible. But it's, it's a like, safe movie is the problem. Where like it knows it's gonna make money, so like they kind of just throw in some hash plot line, and it's like it kind of works, but like I'm not really too into it, so. Yeah. All right. Moving on from that, what's your oh. uh, score? So, I feel like a like a four out of ten, a four point five. It's not on the side of the spectrum, or because I think a five out of ten is a perfectly average movie. Four or four point five. Just oh oh, oh four point five. Just for the record. Books, um, right? I think. And is Iron Man just a seven? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think I think with five out of ten being a average movie. Iron Man 2 falls somewhere below that, where I think on its own, it's not great. But having seen Iron Man and then immediately watching Iron Man 2, it's it's pretty cool. And, I mean, I'm still intrigued to watch the future of Avengers, so it did make me want to watch Iron Man 2 a little bit more. I think without those plot lines, if somebody was like, hey, like, we have a party. Like, do you want to watch Iron Man 2? Like, fuck you. Like, you'd pick a better movie. I'd be, but, like, but, like, for the purpose of Avengers, I think I think it's serviceable. All right, um, and with that, we're going to move on to another little quiz. Oh, Ten no. questions, your knowledge. <clears throat> Who plays the new character, Ivan Vanko? Like the actor? Yeah. Is he famous? He was before this. No fucking idea who that is. Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> okay, well, I know it's not that guy. Don Cheadle. I think it's Don Cheadle. Mickey Rourke. Or Sam Rockwell. I think it's Don Cheadle. I can tell you now it's not Don Cheadle, but that's your answer. Who the fuck is Don Cheadle? That's uh, New Roads. Oh, oh, oh. All right, next. What is Tony doing when he first meets Natalie Rushman slash Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. the Black Widow? Jeez, that was very specific. He's, he's boxing. Yep. In which city is the F1 race that Tony takes part in? Oh, it's Italian, I think. Monaco? Yes, and that's not Italian. <laughs> French? No. Spain? Austria? 
Monaco's its own thing. God, I'm stupid. I mean, but I guess you wouldn't, like, know that, like, because I, I know that because, like, F1 knowledge, but, like, Monaco is legit, like, the Vatican City of, like, gambling. <laughs> it's legit, nice. like... So, like, 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 reverse Vatican City, like... It's the smallest fucking country, but all there is is just a city in it, it which is... Is Monaco Mo- in the French League for soccer? Yes, because they're just... Okay, like, legit I, a dot. I, I think that's what maybe threw me off. I think just playing FIFA got me thinking it's a city. Even then, I kind of fucked up because I said Italy instead of France. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Monaco yeah. is legit just the city of Monte Carlo, basically, and just like a little skinny part. Oh, that's my favorite gun of Destiny too. But Monte Carlo, it, it's legit just like Vatican City, just unholy. Not not my proudest moment, but that's pretty cool. Anyway. Wow, I re- well, we fucked this one up, Kelvin. Because uh, for those of you who can uh, hear, after Anish guest Don Cheadle, uh, Kelvin's like, no, that's roads or dirt. But number four, well, I'm not going to say that. Anyway, uh, Terrence Howard plays Lieutenant Colonel James Rhodes. Uh, oh, is that in true or false? True or false. Well, I would have known false from the last quiz anyway that he's the actor for the... Yeah, so, anyway, on to the next one. What's the name of the character who plays, or wait, no, no, that, I fucked up that. Uh, who? What's the name of the character who wants Tony's Iron Man suits to be old news? I can read them. Okay, is it not Hammer? Yeah, it is. Okay. I mean, it's Obadiah Stane. Who's that again? That's- is that- that's the bald guy from, from the, the first one. That's his partner, right? Yeah. Yeah. Justin Hammer. What's the answer? Lieutenant Colonel James Rhodes. That doesn't even make sense. Nick Fury. That he's also, the only one who he wants the suits. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what position within Stark Industries does Tony give to Pepper Potts? CEO. Yep. What kind of animal would it appear Ivan Vanko is fond of? Like a parrot? Like a bird? It's just bird. Okay. I want my board. My board. Palladium is leaking into Tony's bloodstream and slowly killing him. What does he create with the help of his dead father to save his own life? It's a new element, but do I need to know the element's name? Nah, it's Thank it's God. Basic plotline knowledge. It's like, I feel like a lot of these are just like, I mean, I guess this is me like having watched the MCU for like, since the beginning and it's like I know the stuff because I like come back to movies but it's like I feel like if you just paid attention like once you probably could know all these but like what is Pepper Potts allergic to? Oh strawberries. Yeah. According to Tony's character profile what does he display that is textbook? Narcissism? Yeah. (laughs) I don't think that one I don't even think you need to watch (laughs) the the movie (laughs) for that one. Yeah. Anyway, I think you got a 9 out of 10, so not bad. Let's go. Averaging an A right now. My bad, Don Cheadle, if you ever hear this. I'm sorry I confused you for a My bad, Don Cheadle, you're not as good as the Oh, yeah, I forgot I said that. Never mind. You're not as good as the other guy. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. So... Man, this is, are the Cardinals really about to lose to the Packers here? I mean, like they're, they're still 13. Right? Yeah, so they we'll, got time. we'll see. We'll but, see. But... Um, I have nothing to the game. 
Robert Tanyan has gone out with an injury, and Chase Edmonds was just seen laying on the floor, uh, clutching his shoulder. Why do you sound like ASMR? You sound like you better, like, put my mom to sleep or some shit, bro. Kyler Murray just threw an incomplete pass. These are the signs. With Jersey Jerry. <coughs> All right. Anyway, was that it, Kelvin? That should be it. All right. So after Iron Man 2, we watched one MC, one more MCU movie um, before we started the podcast today, and that was Thor. This one was a hard one to judge, I think, for a specific score. But overall, it was a pretty good movie. Maybe I'm biased because I'm a huge prequel guy, and Natalie Portman is the, the one lady in it. And then I'm also a huge Michael Sarah fan, and and Cat is Cat Dennings or whatever yeah. her name is. She is his main love interest in a, of Michael Sarah's in a movie. So I already <laughs> went into this in the first scene thinking, well, here are two of my favorite like Hollywood ladies, like right here. So I instantly already was interested. Like like Thor could have not even been in this movie, and I would have been so fucking hyped. Like <laughs> like honestly, honestly, like first scene, and I like. Max and I'm talking about too when we were watching it. I was like, holy shit, is that who I think it is? It's like Natalie Portman. I'm like, no, 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 no. We'll get to her in a second. I was like, Kat Dennings. I was like, Michael Sarah's number one like woman. I was like, no way. And then I was like, after that sank it, I was like, oh holy shit, Natalie Portman's in something that isn't Star Wars. Like, that's crazy. Um But yeah, anyway, I mean, but ignoring ignoring my two my two favorite women here, uh yeah, Thor's pretty good, I think. I, I like the medieval world that he's in. I don't really know how to describe it. The the Anaheim and the <laughs> the the what is it? The Jornheim or something and I don't I don't want to say in case like there's Is that quiz question? Yeah. Um But yeah, you, you get the point. Everything ends in like Heim or whatever. Yeah. Uh that place is pretty cool. Loki, I can see why people like him. He's 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 a tricky one. Yeah. I mean, he does weird stuff. I mean yeah, I think I think was it Chris Hemsworth. Sometimes he's like kind of weird, but like I think that's like Thor's whole persona. Um, well, I mean, he's a cocky asshole who. Yeah. Well, I was also thinking some of the some of the, some of the faces he makes are weird, but I think like that. Well, I, I feel like the biggest one is when she's like, "Oh my god, I got to post this on Facebook," and she's like, "Smile," and he just smiled, and you're like, "Ooh, what is that?" Yeah, like, like I thought that was pretty basic or whatever. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know. It's. I think it works. It makes him it makes him a little mysterious. I think. Um. So overall, um, it's like Iron Man. It's a really good introduction to I think a superhero. Uh, it gets me invested in the world. And unlike Iron Man two, I I do really want to watch the uh, the next Avenger movie. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I have I have less things to say about this one than Iron Man because I think overall as a story, it's maybe less good. That's not really a great way to word that, but like less pivotal or something. Like yeah. less less important. It's not because I okay because one of the biggest reasons I like Iron Man is that like as much as it is a setup for this whole Avengers thing, it also is a great solo movie. Like watch it from beginning to end, and it has a very fulfilling conclusion. But I guess it's not really it's not really Thor's the movie's fault. Knowing that I've just watched Iron Man and knowing that there's more to come, I'm I'm looking for these details now. So when I see the whole movie go from him, you know, being exiled to being fulfilled, like and being worthy again, it's cool and I think that story is really good. I think what gets me though is that like I see that and I'm like, okay, great. 
what am I looking for next? I'm waiting for the ending credit scene. I'm waiting for Nick Fury's appearance. I'm waiting for like Easter eggs. I you're gonna tell me that Hawkeye's in there, and I'm like, well, what's he gonna do in this movie? Or I didn't really have that in Iron Man, where like an Iron Man, I was pretty dedicated to like Tony Stark's story because he's the only player in this. So I think I think part of it is my fault as a viewer for like putting maybe too much like effort into trying to pick up on the signs, I guess. But um, it, it is a good story. And uh, I am a fan of Chris Hemsworth in this movie too. I think I think he does a good job. I think the... I think the whole story of like him being a like Norse like god, basically, but like on Earth is cool. Um, it's a... It's a... I think it's... I think this is the movie that should have come after Iron Man. Instead of, I think you don't need Iron Man too. I think really... Well, I mean, I guess... You will need well, Iron... Another thing is... We did skip a movie for those of you saying, oh, it's not Iron Man, then Iron Man 2. Yes, we did skip Hulk because it's not on Disney+. Plus. But also, who gives a shit about the first Hulk so, movie? To honestly? my unbiased opinion, I feel like it shouldn't count. Just from the facts I, I, I know. People don't care about it. I think we have a score update. An update to the Cardinals Packers game. James Conner had just scored a, I believe that was a 12-yard rushing touchdown. Thank you, Kelvin. Thank you. Anyway, back to the movie. Um, yeah, so you liked it, but it's like... It didn't get you as hyped as Iron Man. Uh, it didn't get me as hyped as Iron Man, but in the, the same way, I want more. Like, But yeah. I, I just want more. Gotcha. Um, as for rating... I think thinking like 6.5 out of 10. It's... It's definitely a good movie, and you won't want to keep that stream running. Um, it's uh, I don't know. I have less thoughts about it. Really, it's it's a it's a standard superhero movie, but uh, it it does what it needs to to get the the Avengers game rolling. I think. Um, and and I like Thor. I think he's a cool character. All right, so 6.5 out of 10. I think your scores will change by the end. I figured we can do it like a... Yeah, you think they're going lower when like I see... tier list stuff? Um, uh, I, so I already... I mean, it's all personal preference because it's like... I know I've seen like Charlie, you know, critical. Like yeah, he, moist. He, he's done one and it's like... He had some higher than I would have had some and he had some like lower yeah. than I would have had some. So it's like, I, I don't know. So I, I already we'll think that... So I already have a feeling that the Thor score is probably going to go down when I see more. Um, well, I think Thor 2 is probably, like, one of the most disliked movies. Well, Thor 2 and Iron Man 3 are, like, two of the worst So, ones So my, my thing is that I think the first movie of every individual superhero is going to be great. I think, like, Iron Man, yes. I think Thor, I think Guardians of the Galaxy, they're all going to be good movies. And I think most of the Avenger movies will be good, like Infinity War and Endgame, I think, will be good. But I think sequels to so like an Iron Man two and three or a Thor two might be some of my less favorites in the series. I think um, the Iron Man two score I think is low as it should be in my opinion, and the only reason it'll go lower is seeing how it stacks up to other lower movies. So if Iron Man three really is as bad as you warned me, then maybe Iron Man two will maintain its score, and just Iron Man three will be, be like, really low instead of like a four point five for Iron Man two. It'll be like a yeah. two point five or something. And I think Thor 
two has the potential to, not Thor two, sorry, Thor has the potential to go down if, say, like, Captain, if Captain America, to me, is better than Thor, but worse than Iron Man, then I could see Thor being bumped down for a score, like, to, yeah, as a score adjustment, obviously. Um, but I think it's going to be hard, 7 out of 10 sounds kind of low, but, like, I think that's going to, it's hard for me to lower Iron Man, because I actually really do think that was, like, a good movie, and that was a great introduction well, to the franchise. I think a lot of people think, or at least in my experience, I think that, honestly, Captain America 1 is probably the best of the first movies. Well, so, I am a Chris Evans fan, so we'll see how this we'll goes. We'll see. I think that, well, I think that one honestly got, like, a lot of hype, and I think that one lived up to the hype. I think a lot of people like Captain America. All right, uh, so you gave the Thor review. You gave the Thor score. We're going to do th- one last quiz. It's Thor. Uh, this is the one I'm least confident in, even though we like just saw this well, most recently. Like, yeah, I mean, we saw this, what, like four hours ago or something, but mm-hmm. I feel like we also talked about it the least or something. Like, we didn't like... Well, like I said, I had less, the least opinions on it, I think. Yeah. All right, so number one. A heroic tale such as this would be nothing without a great actor to play the lead. Who plays Thor? This one's worth. <laughs> yeah. I think that's one thing it's always going to start with. Who's the main character? All right, but um, where do Thor and the rest of his race live? Fuck. Uh... Oh, my God. I don't... I can give you... Kelvin, shut the fuck up. All right, give me four choices. Pluto. All right, well. Gallifrey, Jotunheim, or Asgard? Don't look at me, Kelvin. That's creepy. Uh, So not give me the not Pluto options again. Gallifrey, Jotunheim, or Asgard? Does it, it's got to be Jotunheim, right? Because everything ends in Heim. Is that your answer? I guess, but that that sounds kind of like the ice people's place. Uh, let me see. That's not the ice people's place. I was just looking to see if there's like a, where did the ice people live. Okay. That's not where the ice people live. All right. Well, I guess Jotunheim. That's wrong. <laughs> Can you tell me what the answer is? Is it Frey? It's Asgard. Asgard? See, I thought everything ended in Heim, though. There's just like the only one that doesn't. Fuck. Because they're like the center of it all or whatever. Thor is banished from Asgard after betraying his father and attempting to kill whom? Is it like one a specific name? Hobbits. Frost Giants. Arachnoids. Daleks. Or Frost Giants. Frost Giants. Jane Blank is one of the first Earthlings fuck. Thor meets after being banished from what Asgard. What the? I'm so bad with like movie name. What the fuck's your last name? Lay it on me, Max. If I'm not wrong, I believe it's Foster. It's like I've yet to type it, so we'll see. Oh, okay. so who knows? I might be wrong, but we'll see. I believe it's Foster. This is gonna be a low-scoring quiz for me. Thor's hammer is sent down to Earth with him, but he can't retrieve it from the ground. What is the name of the hammer? Mjolnir. Mia Mia, as Kat Denning says. With her weird, like, like East Coast Valley girl, if that makes any sense. <laughs> it's almost like Jersey or something. I don't know. I don't know. 
but that that like wasn't like canonically. That was like in interviews or something. Oh, yeah, that was an interview. yeah. Kelvin just asked like, "What did Ant Man call it?" I think it was like in interviews with Paul Rudd or something. They're like, "Oh yeah, if you had your own hammer, like, what would you call it?" And everyone's like saying like actual names, like good names or something. Like, and then I'm pretty sure like Paul Rudd says like Jonathan or something. <laughs> like, that. all right, it's a perfectly good name. Yeah. Heimdall is the gatekeeper of the ultra-color bridge. True or false? True. That's true. Or... I just never... Uh, well, actually, I, I, I don't know if, it, if it's going to be like ultra-color bridge or if it's going to be like... You get the point. That's the problem. I, I don't know if it's going to try to fuck with him with no, the name no, of the bridge. I, 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 won't fuck, right. I won't fuck you over on that. But Heim... It's pro- it probably wants like the Bifrost or whatever, but I mean, it's... What the fuck did he do there? All right, nothing. Anyway... Um, but I'll give you Heimdall is the gatekeeper of the Bifrost or whatever, but he's also like on a bridge. So I, like, I don't thank know. you. But um, uh, we're hesitating because we're watching the Packers game right now. Sorry, <laughs> they just Packers just fumbled or whatever out of bounds. Um. All right, number seven. The Warriors three consist of th- three of Thor's closest friends. There are four friends who go to rescue Thor from planet Earth. Which one is not a member of the three of the Warriors three? Fandral, Volstag, Sif, or Hogan? I don't remember any other names. Because <laughs> they say it's person and the Warriors three. Is uh is Big Boy, the 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 namesake? because uh, there's there's like there's like like weird ninja dude. There's like rapier dude. There's like there's like woman and there's like the like the big boy. I mean, those are the those are the four names given, but it's like I don't know any names. All right, all right, all right, all right. We're just the old-fashioned way. Fandral, Volstag, Sif, or Hogan? All right, which one started with F? Fandral. We're going with that one. All right, that's wrong. Well, it's Lady Sif and the Warriors 3. Ah, it's the woman. Yes. Did not know her name. My apologies. Thor's human form is weak and he needs to recharge. What does he eat? Ten boxes of... Pop-Tarts. Yes. Except it says in a cafe with Jane and Darcy and Eric. But, I mean, I don't think he... It didn't show him eating it, but they do mention he ate boxes. Pop-Tarts are a very good snack. Thanks for that, Kelvin. Um, What happens to Thor after he says... After he says this, how dare you attack the son of Odin? I'll just give you a multiple choice because like you wouldn't know that. Jane punches him. Jane tasers him. Darcy tasers him. Darcy punches him. Darcy tases him. Yes. It's like the first scene in the movie. Yeah. Uh, who directs this Marvel movie? Ridley Scott, David Yates, Edward Zwick, or Kenneth Branagh? Brenna, I, I remember seeing his name. Yes. But I was, I was I was literally about to say Brett Kavanaugh, but I was like, that's that's not it. But I was like, 
do you know who Kenneth Branagh is? No, no idea. I believe he is Professor X. <laughs> no, wrong. Yeah, he is. Did you ever watch Harry Potter? Yeah. Well, I read the books and I seen the first movie. Ooh, not the second movie. No. He plays Gilderoy Lockhart in the second movie. Oh, the, interesting. The cocky professor. I remember. You ever watched Dunkirk? Uh, yeah, love he, that movie. He's like head general, admiral boy mm, in Dunkirk. I, I fucking love Dunkirk. Felt bad for that guy to land on the beach and get fucked. That's tough. Tough for my boy. Yeah. So you got an 8 out of 10. That's not quite as low as I was expecting. I mean, you didn't know character names and you didn't know... Asgard. Names are just not my thing. Yeah. Um, so I think that's it in terms of Marvel movies. I'm sure we'll have already watched one more by the next time we record, probably. Yeah, probably. Ma- maybe, maybe not. I mean... We'll, we'll see. Probably record on Monday. That's what we usually do. But yeah, that is usually the goal. Is that it, then, I think? That's it from, from me. I don't think I have much to bring up. All right. I want to say a special thank you to Kelvin for coming up and showing off his knowledge of shoes, sharing that with us. Thanks for having me. No problem. Once again, uh, thanks for stopping by and thanks for listening to Bros in a Barn. Final score update before the end of the game, 24-21 Packers. Thank you, Kelvin.